Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. How are you today, tonight, wherever you are? Let's take a moment to say, even if we don't feel fantastic and ready, let's just say these two, these two words. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. You just don't have to laugh at like, okay, whatever... Whatever that thing is about, that circumstance, that fear, that worry, whatever that thing is, joy, just ha-ha, okay? Let's come into, sometimes I know the more I focus on something, the more it just gets bigger, but we are going to get focused on the thing that matters. That's really what we do here in Revving the Word. Uh, Revelation Wellness, my name is Elisa Keaton, and Revelation Wellness is a ministry where we want to train your hope, your faith, your love in God. We use the gospel message. We take the word of God and just bring it at you as you're moving your body. You're going to hear some inspirational music. You're going to get coached. And most importantly, I just promise you, if you've never done it before, just watch what's going to happen in the next 30 minutes. Uh, It's going to open up something in you. That's what we want to happen. Everything we do is a suggestion. You do not have to do any of the interval pushes. You do not have to... um, you just can you can be driving your car listening we <laughs> i hope you move your body at some point that'd be great uh kind of that's the the mystery behind when we move our body things start to 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 manifest and move themselves in a, a strength and hope position and joy position but either way we're going to press in today um so check us out at our website revelationwellness.org we definitely want to connect with you further if you like what we're doing here and uh, also, okay, this is exciting. Don't forget the Clean Harding Challenge. The Clean Harding Challenge. It's uh, signups are happening now for any donation amount, any donation amount at all. We suggest ten dollars. You get a thirty-day training program with us. Um, oh, that's my husband making his shake. Hang on. There we go. <laughs> um, you get a thirty-day training program. Thirty-day workout calendars. Thirty days every day. You get trained by me. You're gonna get kind of. And it really is about cleaning your heart. It's called clean eating, clean hearting, because we're using, yes, we're going to be committed to using food and drink to the glory of God. So you're going to be trained there as well, but it's not the most important thing. The most important thing is let's clean out what it is going on inside of us, what it is that weighs us down, what it is that contaminates the ability for us to see, put my gospel goggles on and see things that I... I, I can often get distracted with just looking around me. I want to see the kingdom. I want to see what God's doing so that I can respond to whatever he's doing. That's what we do. We're going to clean together. We're going to clean out for 30 days. It's new and improved if you've done it before. It's even better than the last time. We now have food and menu plans for you, shopping list, recipes. We they're really, honestly, I can't even think of any more I could do, but 30 days all in. Would you join us? Uh, some of our revving the words will be pointed towards that as well. And uh, that starts on September 12th. So get in there and grab a bunch of friends. You have nothing to lose other than a lovely donation amount to this cause of helping us raise up and send out more ambassadors, more people into hard-pressed communities to use fitness as a tool. It really is no different than uh, equipping the saints to go out. And we also get to bless some kids with uh, things that they need inside those communities. We are here to love God, get healthy, be whole, love others. That's a big part of what we are in this ministry. I'm not interested in just seeing a bunch of uh, believers or non-believers, people come to Christ, lose weight. 
great, uh, great, and feel better. But what is it for? It's because we're, it's meant to go forward. <laughs> we get fit for the mission to do the thing God's called us to do. And when we're all doing the thing that we're called to do, I guarantee you, it is to impact the world with the love of God, with the hope of God. We become light bearers and salt throwers. We become something that is what really the world is hungry and thirsty for. Amen. And I want to see that go out through this ministry. So that's what your donation will do with Clean Harding. So go to the website. I think it's under workout plans um, for Clean Harding. Check us out on social media. I'm sure we're talking about it there too. Okay. All right. We are doing intervals today and have your feet moving right now. That'll help you being warmed up a little bit. And we're going to be getting after it today. I'm not playing with you today. So when am I ever playing? No, it's going to be great. I train. You don't, do you ever, you don't go to a trainer for a massage. You go to a trainer to get worked. So thank you for trusting me with your, with your uncomfortable because we are going to do that today. And I promise you it'll be worth it. All right, we're going to start in three, two, one, play. All right. So if you're on a machine, find a, a tension that's tension, you know, a little bit light. It's not like the machine isn't moving you. You're moving the machine. If you're outside, I don't want you to, you're just starting. If you're walking, running, notice the tendency is to like fall into the earth. Don't do that. Start to lift up. Take smaller steps if you have to. Take smaller steps, easy steps. Be intentional about how you begin because it will definitely, it will definitely predict how you finish. <laughs> okay. If I start hopeful, it's more likely I can increase and expand that. If I start hopeless, it's, a hard, it's like digging yourself out of the ditch just to get to earth level. How about we start right there with two feet on the ground. So throwing off everything that hinders in the name of Jesus. So God, we welcome you here, all of you, for all of us. Come into our hearts and our minds, speak to us. Move the furniture, God, and help us to receive your word today in a fresh new way. And God, we give you permission to come in and work it out. Work it out in us. Move the obstacles that get in the way. Move the offense. Move the injustice. Remove the walls that we put up between you and people. Keep going. All right, here we go. Today's word. This is from Romans 6, everybody. I love the book of Romans. Can I just first say that? Just moving your feet comfortably. Let me give you a little, little let me put a stick in the elephant's trunk for you. On a scale of one to 10, one being getting out of bed, 10 being you are bubbling over with lactic acid. You can barely breathe. I'd like you to be moving into a five, six. By the end of the next song, you're a seven. 
Okay, by the end of the next song, you're seven. All right, here's your word. Let it go in. Dead to sin and alive to God is what we are on today in Romans 6. Love the book of Romans. Here we go. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means, exclamation point. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? I could stop there, but keep, we're going to cling on those. We were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Verse 7, For one who has died has been set free from sin. Pick up your pace just a little bit. If you're not anywhere near seven, start getting there. You'll know you're a seven when you, you can close your mouth to breathe and you can breathe through your nose, but after a few breaths, it just feels better to let your mouth open up. So what do I want today? I want you to die. I just, I just want you to die. You know why? Because I know that a majority of you here, you struggle with the sin, right? Sin just means not to miss, not to miss, or to miss the mark, right? So it's, sin is anything that is not in accordance with who God is, what he says, what he thinks, and what he's interested in doing. Anything opposite of that would be sin, right? Think of it like this. Think of a child. He, the Lord just gave me this vision. If you're a lost child and you hear you the, and you're scared out of your mind, panicking, afraid, and you hear the voice of your father calling you, and you see him and start running towards him, but you run past him, like his arms are open saying, come on, come on, come on, he's running towards you. It's to like pass each other. Instead of right into his arms, because anywhere he is, is peace, power, life, kindness, all the fruit of the spirit. Okay, now listen everyone. I need you to move up towards an eight now. Come on. We're talking about dying to ourselves. So for the next four minutes, push up towards an eight. Come on. Come on, push. 
I want you to die today. Everyone right now, just say, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. And then picture this. This whole passage of scripture is saying, you were baptized into a death. Run, get up towards an eight. You'll know you're an eight when you can no longer, you no longer want to keep your mouth closed. Die. Just die. That old self, that old operating system, it needs to die. Today, you're going to have a baptism by sweat. It'll be the water that when you come out of this workout, you are very aware what it feels like to die. Now, here's the thing. Right now, you're all willing to die to something. Because in one sense, in the flesh, it gives you control. Like you're like, yes, I want to kill my fat. I want to kill it. I killed that workout. We use that a lot, right? I killed it. But that's just temporal stuff, guys. You're focused on a goal, and you're willing to crush it, kill it. Come on, you have a minute and a half. The word death means the termination of life. I promise you this, every single stinking day, There is something you need to die to. Come on, eight. There will be something that you need him to be king of your heart for, right? Otherwise, you're just living under the Christian label. You're not really following Jesus, because if you follow him, going to use you and when he uses you it will be at the cost of you your old self for the new self baptism into his death die good job you get to pull back a little bit. You get 30 seconds, pull back. Now really recover, go ahead. You got 20 seconds, like walk. I love it when you rest, so rest, because we're gonna go 30 seconds over. You can go to a nine or a 10, and then we'll come back down. So this is easy right now, this is too easy right now. Ready? Three, two, 
Go, 30 seconds. Die. Say pride, die. Selfishness, die. Fear, die. Loneliness, insecurity, die. I got new life waiting for me. Five, four, three, two, recover. Totally recover. Come down to a come down to a three as fast as you can. Termination of the old life. Just die. Baptized. Fall back into the bed of grace. Truth. Remember, grace ups the game, everyone. Grace is the power of God. Grace is what resurrected Christ. Ready? Go. 30 seconds. Come on. 8, 9, 10. Go. Death. Look at this now. Come on, what can you die to? I bet a lot of you it's unforgiveness. I guarantee it. Unforgiveness. You're holding on to your rights. Those died with the old man. Pull back. Rest. 30 seconds. Those died. All this newness of life. New means new. Not somewhat, not secondhand. It's nothing you've never known before. New is new. Three, two, go. And it's everything you've ever wanted. It's just new. At the cost of the old, which must die. Come on. Keep going. All the way through. All the way through. Ten, nine. Eight, five, four, three, two. Holy, holy death. Come on. Three and a half minutes. Slide into any, any. I can't talk. <laughs> Slide into any pace that would rebuild you and get you ready for the second half. Oh. So in Romans 6, verse 1 through 11, in 11 verses, Man, this verse just gets after. These, this passage just gets right to it. Listen, you died. You're dead to sin. And now you're alive in Christ. But I think a lot of times we come to Christ and we feel the hope, right? We go, oh, this is amazing. God loves me. Yes, yes, he's so good. And isn't that's a good father. Of course, that's how he enters. He just wraps us in his arms says, I've waited for you, I long for you, I love you, everything about you delights me. I get so excited when you walk in a room 
when you put me on and I put you on, I love it. But that, that is a newness of life to some extent. But unless there is death, there really isn't a living and thriving and being alive to God. So I have to ask you today, how is your death life? <laughs> How's your death life? How good are you at dying? Dying to that offense, that injustice, and that's why I say, we all have a lot of baggage to get rid of, amen? <laughs> we don't even know we're carrying it until we know, until we sense that we're dying, like we're tired. We don't have that same joy and excitement. Feels like the, the line between you and God is on mute. Those testing and trial times, they're all about how well you will die. Because those desert seasons, those desert moments in the day, they bring up in me what's really still going on. How much of the old Elisa is still there. So it's not a sin, listen to me, it's not a sin to feel afraid, insecure, hopeless. That's not a sin. But that has been buried and dead with Christ. Baptism into his death. If any of you have been really baptized, it's that moment that you're underwater. Sometimes I think we should start pushing people under longer because it's going to be really uncomfortable. It's the, the passage from death to life. You go down, dead to the old man, come up, the new man. But we just take a little dunk and come up and go, yay! And we forget, wait a minute, I wasn't baptized into his life. I wasn't baptized into the, the fullness. I was baptized into death. So death is your lifestyle. Everyone, start moving up towards an eight on a scale of one to 10. At an eight, you can feel the lactic acid in your legs a little bit. Your mouth is open. You're breathing through the nose and the mouth. the best pace you can hold. Add an eight for 20 more seconds. Then we're gonna push hard for 10 seconds, just 10 seconds. Then come back to this pace, 10 seconds. 
for the one who has died has been set free from sin. There it is. Go. 10 seconds. Pull back to an eight. Oh. Just get your body to get comfortable with the discomfort. Friends, I feel like the Lord has given me two training tactics for the battle of my life. The battle for which I was born is to bring God's people freedom and joy. And my two themes, my two training tools, is the first thing to have you embrace your weird, your unique weird. We're not looking to conform you to the patterns of the world. So identity, keep it at an eight. Identity, because listen, you're just weird, we're all weird. We're all unique. You're not supposed to fit in. You gotta bring your beauty. So embrace it. Stop trying to fight it. Show up and be you. Don't rip us off. Don't be, it's a fraud. If you try to give me something else besides the real you, I'm not interested. So the first thing is just, Show up fully as you. Vulnerable, authentic, transparent. And the second tool oh, is get uncomfortable. Start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You're an eight. You're an eight. Move it up to a nine for 10 seconds. Now move it up, 10, all out, 10 seconds, go. Ah. And pull back, walk. How fast can you recover? Oh my goodness, get ready. If you're ready, back to the eight. Back to the eight. This the eight. That's called lactic threshold. This is where every follower of Christ lives their day. Comfortably uncomfortable. Totally alert. You can't be passive here. Jaw hanging, eyes focused. Go to a nine. 10 seconds. Go to a nine. You couldn't hold it for much longer. Uh oh, I need you to hold the nine. I need you to hold the nine. 
Come on. You're just under death. Prepare to die. Go. 10, 10. Ah. Pick up your feet. Three, two, one. Recover. Prepare to die. Say this out loud. I am the living dying. We were buried therefore with him into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too, we too might walk in newness of life. There is no life, there is no new life without dying. Dying to yourself, your injustices. Find a pace you like. For three minutes, find a pace you like. Listen, there is, there's no life. There's, we, we, that's the thing, I feel like we're missing it. We walk around as Christ followers going, why am I miserable? Why am I, where'd my joy go? What happened? Uh, it, then we start to go, this thing isn't real. That God thing, that was just a moment. No, no, no. I asked the Lord the other day, I said, Lord, what, why don't we trust you? Why don't we, if we trust, because if we trusted God, we would be the most risk-taking, unoffendable, loving people in the world. And he said to me, Lisa, they don't trust me because they don't see it through. They don't see it through. Because we are people that have quick access to resources, to other alternatives, to some relief. So we turn to drugs, alcohol, food, money, friendships. We turn to other things instead of, okay, this really sucks. For a moment, this is sucking. And we need to die. It's in that place, that place. Stay, friends. What you're doing right now with your body, do it with your whole self. I'm just gonna sit in it, and I'm not gonna be miserable, although there's time that you don't have to fake it, but if you turn in your desert space and start doing what this song is saying, your old man will die away. It can't, in our new life, we can't hold on to hope and hopelessness. You can't hold on to both. You can't hold on to love and fear. You've got to make a choice. Even if you're just, you feel like you're holding on to both because you're not, you got to let go. You are letting go for a second, for a split second. You stop thinking about the fear and you focus on the love, but then the enemy uses all the old stories. He accuses God. And you're living in a world that is not pro-God. <laughs> it's pro-pleasure. Do whatever you gotta do to feel better. And I, Elisa Keaton, beseech you, 
plead with you. Train your pain. Die. Give it to him. Surrender it. In the pain. Say, God, I don't understand, but I trust you. I trust you. It hurts. I'm going to keep my eyes looking for you. And the new man starts to crawl. Then it starts to walk. Then it starts to run. And then it starts to sprint and run and sprint and run. Some days walk, but it's all intentional because God is the, holds the training program. But it's much easier just to lay down and die in terms of giving up. And God would say, yes, lay down and die. Because dead men don't sin. Dead men don't have a thought of worry or anxiousness. So just die, right? Dead people don't worry. And wouldn't that be like the enemy to try and say, yeah, just kill yourself already. Then all your worries will go away. Whoo, come on. A lot of people fall for that trick. Instead of God saying, would you just die and fall back into the water? Let my word wash over you. Let my song sing over you. My hope will resurrect you. Now listen. We're going to go 8, 9, 10 and we'll be done. So 8. Go for an 8. You've got 2 minutes left. Less than. Come on, eight. Relax your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Lift the corners of your mouth. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. He is good. Ha <laughs> Dead. I'm dead. I give up my rights. I give up the idolatry of knowledge of needing to make sense of it before I will trust it. I'm a forgiver. I freely release all offense in the name of Jesus. That's my power and my authority to say, offense, get off me. There's a nine, go nine, go nine, come on. Nine, keep going. You're gonna go all the way through the applaud. Go 10, last 30 seconds. Come on, pick up your feet, come on, come on, 10. One. Take it off. Ho. Oh. 
death. Friends, if you've lost your joy, you've lost your hope, you've lost your smile, you've lost your shine, you've lost your glow, I guarantee you, there's something you must die to. There's something you gotta die. You gotta die. And then, in the surrender of it, in the surrender of your hurt, of your pain, of your rights, of your old self, that thing gets underwater and stays underwater, and you bring up the new man, he comes up alive, baptism of sweat right now you are a new creation the old is gone the new is here second corinthians 5 17 or 5 10 no 5 17 the old is gone the new is here right here right that's why for some of us he's just getting on a bike or the treadmill and throwing a little tantrum something i work it out i work it out get it off me god i put my eyes back on you and you raise me into newness of life. You lift me up with a new name. I come up with a new name. Beloved, chosen one, my peculiar daughter. I'm okay with that. I want him to tell me how unique I am, how set apart I am, and I resurrect into that. I don't, I don't, I, I arise differently. Now listen, in that newness of life now, it doesn't mean you go, okay, that's over. In the newness of life, in the new mind, in the resurrection of coming up out of that baptism of death, you come up into life and then you go, okay, God, now give me your lens to see this situation. Yes, now I'm not missing the mark. Now I see where you are and I see you say, run to me. Come on, I'm right here. And as we move right towards him, so he'll say, call them and ask for forgiveness, maybe. Or he'll say, bless them in some way or just forgive them or or pray for them we turn we bless those who curse us or if it's just a situation you start declaring faith over that situation atmospheres have to shift in the newness of life with a renewed mind with words that come out of our mouth the enemy has to bow because you died and he knows you're dead. Listen, the enemy knows that if we tap into this newness of life and we really live in newness of life, he's done. He's done. Because he's bets on us staying in the old self. That's why he accuses. That's why he taunts. That's why he, he when pain comes, when testing and trials come, which God allows so that our faith would be proven, that he would be proven, that we would know, oh, this isn't just some fairy tale. This isn't just some some uh, story that I once upon a time this is true oh come on so the enemy just tells you God is not good you cannot trust him see if he was good you wouldn't be hurting he accuses he accuses and God sits there with his arms open saying rest in me rest in me read Matthew 4 when Jesus was tempted he just kept resting in the word and he kept his eyes on who he knew his father to be. He knew the father. He did only what the father was doing. He said only what the father was saying. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. 
walk in newness of life. That means when you come up out of the water, when you surrender, when you die to your pain, when you die to your expectations, you go under the water and you die. That's why I get in the word. That water, when you're under the water, like God's hand pushes on me and says, stay down in that water until that old man dies off and my word and my love for you will wash that off of you. Then as I resurrect into newness of life, I come up, I still see the old circumstances, but I have a new perspective. I have a new approach. I have a new, a newness of life. And new means new, so it should be kind of clumsy. You've never done before, right? Anyone remember the, the first time you rode a bike? That was a new experience. Now look, you can soar, right? Look at a baby learning to walk. That was new. They fell, but they got back up. And eventually, as we get clumsy, but we'll get stronger, that new approach becomes just our normal. And we don't quit. Verse seven, for one who has died has been set free from sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. So I ask you, how is your death life? How's your death life? Every day, I, I <laughs> listen, I don't love it. And there are some days I totally forget, but I, I realize quick, this is why we train you. I want you awake, I want you sober. I want you to feel the cues of your body when you're worried when you have a headache, when your shoulders feel stressed, when your breath is tighter, when your back aches, because your posture is just slouched. I, I wanna use all those cues, train them all, so that you would be like, oh, wait a minute here. I think the old man is trying to come up out of that water and I'm gonna push him back down with the truth that God loves me. My father loves me. I am his daughter with whom he is well pleased. I am his son with whom he is well pleased. And then you awaken that newness. And listen, as I said, in the newness of life, we don't go, oh, well, that's over. No, there's some new approach you've got to do. There's some activation of your faith. That's why get uncomfortable. Ask for forgiveness. I just believe this. I'm gonna do a whole podcast on forgiveness. I truly believe that's this, the heart disease in the body of believers. We're bitter. We're just angry. We're hurt. And we never healed. We just slapped a Christian sticker on it and said, I'm going to heaven. But in the meanwhile, I'm taking everybody out. <laughs> I, I just spill my crap everywhere. And then I say, oh, grace. No. Listen, everyone, repeat after me. Grace is not permission for me to sin. That's exactly what Paul opens this up in Romans 6 and says, so what? Then should we sin more? So grace abounds more? 
No, exclamation point. Grace gives us, enables us, gives us the power, the ability to walk in a new way. So sin dies, it's dead. Sin is dead. You are not a sinner. You're not. Will you sin? Yes. But never again will you ever do it. Do you ever have to do it intentionally? Never again. There's no excuse for that. I hate to say it, but we have no excuse for intentional sin. That's why when we do do it, when it does, when our flesh gets the best of us, we just got to clean up our mess. We got to serve the gospel to someone. We got to humble ourselves before God and before others. Man, I think I could talk on this forever because I, I feel like this is the, the Jordan River that we all need to cross or the Red Sea we all need to cross is that we died. We're dead to that thing. We're not living for sin. We're not living to get permission to do what we want to do. We're living for newness of life. And so every day I die to something on different levels. I die. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm a daughter. I'm a daughter. And I resurrect as a daughter. I'm a son. I'm a son. I resurrect as that. And I do whatever it is God's asked me to do. Because He gave us a body. Amen? We have a body. Not just a soul to float around in, but a body to do the thing we need to have been called to do to bring the gospel of peace onto earth today. God, we thank you. We love you. We say, kill us. <laughs> Push us under the water. Keep us under there, Lord, until the newness comes and we rise. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
And we will sing and 